For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 435 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Buddy. I talked a bit, a, a little bit about it on High Potion this week, but we had all these grand fucking plans for when you guys were in town. We're like, ooh, we're going to record in person. We're going to have goofs and gaffs and laughs. We didn't. We didn't record. Nope. There was no happen. time. There was hanging that needed to be done, okay? Yeah, like, that was all that we got done, you know, and it, rightfully so, you know, because it was amazing, but there was just no time for anything else. Nope, nope. They, there was hanging that needed to be done and fucking laughing so hard my stomach hurt for a few days. Boy, did I laugh hard. Um, We'll talk about that. We'll talk about our, our week weekend with the dudes. Um. So, Will, I've got quite the surprise for you, buddy. Uh-oh. That surprise is that there is no news this oh. week. We um, had all our we had our dose of Star Wars news for a while, Disney said. Yeah, well, you know, we're also not that far from Bad Batch coming back, so we just got to stay the course, you know? Uh-huh. And then we'll it have... Sit us on the way. It's yeah. in the oven. Yeah, it's in the oven. It's, it's almost, cooling off. It's yeah. out the oven. Yeah, we're just got to let it rest, you know, before mm. we serve it up. I don't know anymore, man. As Michael Jackson would say, you got to let it sizzle. You got to let it sizzle. Um, I remember going to the movie theaters with you to watch that last one, the This Is It. Oh, yeah. The fucking morbid-ass documentary that documented the last days of his life and shit it's quite a um i mean it's it's interesting to see him and where he was at before the end but it's also kind of dark very mm -hmm. sobering mm -hmm. um as well because they don't they don't cut some of that out no no but and, and you know what that means mm -hmm. like there was some weird shit on that cutting room floor for that oh movie, my too. That's what I was just about to say, because that's because that's what I was thinking, too, was that if that's what they left, there's some imagine wild shit cut. on there. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, listen, I, 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 I don't know shit about Profifall or whatever the fuck, but I remember watching it and going like, well, I mean, he doesn't look great, but he doesn't look necessarily look like he's about to die either. No. But uh, it's like a man with an issue. He did. He certainly did. Um, so before we jump into talking about uh, our hang time and the tiniest little bit of Star Wars news and hearing from you guys, you should go to blueharvest.rocks and myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest needs and weird feet needs. Or weird foot. I wouldn't say there's multiple weird feet. Not yet. We're still building the empire, you know. <laughs> um, so, 
Uh, I do want to take a quick second here, though, okay? Because, you know, fucking Sean Hoffman, one of the best mods in the game, whipped up our amazing website, up, up, uh, along with doing so many other cool things for us and for the show over the years. I want to take a little moment to give him and our buddy Andy Bell a little pluggy plug. Because they started a podcast, okay? Oh, cool. And... The name of the podcast is Just Shillin', and you can check it out at Just Just Shillin', J-U-S-T-S-H-I-L-L-I-N.com, and you can find links to, to listen to their podcast. I got a little, not to brag, you know, not trying to fucking brag here, but I got a little preview of uh, their first episode, and it was fucking delightful. So, Oh, wow. Um, they get the full Blue Harvest thumbs up approval. You guys should go check them out. They're part of the Blue Harvest family. You know what I mean? So we support the family, 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 family. Best um, I can do is family. Best I can do is family. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on our website on blueharvest.rocks, you know what you'll find? Links to all our social media, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram. Also, I had all these plans. Oh, boy. I fucked up and lost Will. God! Yeah, buddy, I fucked it up. Oh, did you really? Because yep. I thought for sure that I was having internet issues. <laughs> nope, nope. It's not on you. It's on me. It's no on all doo-doo-ass me, Will. Um, But we're back. Uh, I was saying uh, we had all these plans of doing like at least one or two streams while the guys were in town and didn't get to that either. Cause you know why we were hanging. That's what we were doing. So we're going to be making it up over the next few days. Um, you know, we'll be uh, streaming on the weekends like normal. Now keep in mind at the end of this month, I'm going to be doing something for the release of the final fantasy seven rebirth. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said the, like an old man talking about go to the Target or the Walmart, but I'm going to be doing something for the release of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Now, I'm not, don't worry, Steel, I'm not going to be doing a 48-hour stream. That was a joke, but I'm going to be doing something. So, um, What did Steel have to say about your 48-hour? He was, like, he showed genuine concern. He didn't give a fuck if it was a bit or not. He was just like, don't do that. You'll get sick. And I was like, fair enough. I, it was kind of just, I'm not going to do that, buddy. But I appreciate your concern. Ha, 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 ha. For real, don't do that. Yeah, no, there wasn't even any ha, 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 ha. He was stern and direct and was like, don't do that. And I was like, well, that's genuine concern. Appreciate that. Um, You know, I'll be, so that game comes out on a Thursday, right? Let me, let me pull up the old calendar device. Let's see. Yeah, it comes out on a Thursday. I, if I had to guess, I'll be streaming that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and probably Sunday that week. Um, now, I'm not going to do it straight through, but for quite a bit. So you guys should come hang out and watch me play the second part of a, a remake of my favorite game of all time. I'm very excited. Um, Twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod. You can also find a link to our Patreon. Or if you sign up for as little as $3 a month, you can get access to all our bonus content. Now, we haven't worked out logistics of it yet, but the the spark of a second volume of Blue Harvest Adventures is starting to, to bloom. Uh, I'm putting something together. I think I'm going to run the game this time, and I'm, I'm starting to put things together for it. We'll have to figure out logistics and everything, but... Yeah, it's being worked. Once up. you got the story in place, that's the hard part. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the rest of it is like rolling the dice and letting the chips fall where they may, and everybody's performance and all that. But mm -hmm. like, to me, the choreography of the mental choreography of bringing the story together is the hard part. Mm -hmm. Not hard. It's enjoyable work. It just takes time. It takes time, and and it takes fucking a belief in yourself that I don't always have as far as executing something like that. So I definitely go back and forth a lot with myself going, that's dumb. Why would I say, why would they do that? Um, and then, you know, it's 
friggin' awesome. It's freaking awesome. Uh, but yes, we're the beginnings of it are in the works. It's going to be brand new for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, we're working on it, and I'm hoping that's something we can start getting together for you guys. I think it would be fun. Um, tw- uh, Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Shout out to all our patrons. You guys are the motherfucking best, bruh. <clears throat> all right, buddy. So how's your week been? It's been pretty good. Nice. Nice. I got It's gotta... uh, been very busy. Yeah. Everything's kicked back in. All extracurriculars and school and mm-hmm. and everything. What kind of uh, extracurriculars is, is Liam getting up to nowadays? Liam and Olivia are both in gym. Okay. Um, but they go on the same day at the same time. Liam's class is just a little bit longer. It's the ninja class. Um, so Liam, hold up. Skirt. Liam's in a ninja. Okay. Uh, okay. Full disclosure, it's basically still just gym. Gymnastics. But he had a different time slot, and it was him and a bunch of other girls. And um, it, he his honest criticism was like, I really don't like just being the only boy. Like, I, I don't, you know, he's like, I don't have a problem being there with girls. Like, I just don't like being the only boy. And I was like, you know what? Fair. Fair. Fair criticism. Let's see if there's another class with more boys. And so there's the ninja class, which has a couple dudes in there, too. So I was like, oh, okay. So Hell yeah. let's try to swing this. Because it's really benefiting him. You know, his little seven-year-old body is clumsy and he's growing but as he's doing this stuff he's getting more coordinated you know he's getting active and he's um i can see the benefit for him um and he's getting better as he goes oh yeah olivia does gymnastics as well but it's like preschooler gymnastics it's like yeah you know it's like beginners you know just you're doing good if you're listening to the the gym coach right 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 Dude, um, but Liam's going to start seeing if he likes soccer. He, okay. he told his mom he wanted to play soccer. So we'll do Monday soccer and Tuesday gym. Uh, and oh. that'll start next week. So it, uh, we'll see. It's a roll of the dice. Yeah. It's probably 50-50 whether he's going to like soccer or not. But I bet, I, you know, there's a good chance he will. Um, buddy, let me tell you, Monday morning, I got up and I took Steve to the airport. Steve was the last last buddy that needed to return to the real world after our mm-hmm. weekend. So I took Steve and dropped him off at the appointment or at the airport. And I had a little time to kill before my treatment appointment. So I went and got some breakfast, tried to fucking, you know, kill my feelings with food. <laughs> and went and did treatment, which sucked. And then I came home and like, I just, you know, it was my last day off before going back to work. And I just came in the door and I was like, well, this fucking sucks. <laughs> now to be fair, it doesn't suck. I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, but just after four days of getting to hang out with like my good buddies, it sucked mm-hmm. to go back to the real world. I totally agree. I I I made it there Friday and got to hang out and go to the show and then I left, you know, early afternoon on Saturday. And I gotta tell you, I mean, I was in a good mood when I got home, mm-hmm. you know, to see the kids and I had had a great time with you guys, but um kinda sucked a little bit though, right? I, like as the night as the sun went down, I was like, Oh, back to back to back to single dad of three kids like i really miss hanging out with my buddies and they're still hanging out this sucks like man the real world you know i miss my buddies but um i'm really glad that steve was able to stay on monday yeah that's really cool that's a really good solid visit yeah man and, uh, that's the kind it... of visit i wish that i could stay for because that's that's some good hanging that was uh you know, that's time. the first time I've gotten to hang out with Steve since almost two years because he and Cindy moved right around my birthday in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, just getting to hang out with Steve. And, like, I know, like, my mom were like, they are probably up to some crazy shit. 
it couldn't be further from the truth. Me, Nick, Steve, and Will went to see Tool and hung out the rest of the time. Yeah. We played yeah. video games. We had snacks. We hung out on the deck. It was no, nice having... The, it was we nice. did the nerdy college guy thing, which was just totally bro out and yeah. have a good time the whole time. Yep. And it was cool having visitors at the new house. You know, it's the first time I've had company stay over and stuff. And now, like... So, you know, for a little while leading leading up to that weekend, I sort of had like a, a fairly long list of things I needed to get done before you guys came here. You know, getting the house ready for company. And I managed to get it all done. But now I'm like, well, what the fuck do I do with myself now? I'm not building up to this weekend. And there's still a lot of things I need to do around the house. So I'll have projects. But like, I don't know, man. I don't there, have a rudder. I understand. You know, I on my health and fitness journey, mm -hmm. I was never as successful as I was right before my wedding. Right? Like there was this super focus on, you know, getting in shape and getting fit for the wedding and eating healthy and doing all the stuff I was supposed to. And uh I think it was having that mm -hmm. time, you know, a, a time specific countdown. You know, that there was a finish date that needed to be met, I think. Like, there was a deadline. Yeah. Um, so far, I have not been able to feel the crunch of some impending deadline. Um, but I know what you mean. Yep. It's hard to be <sighs> motivated without a specific goal. It's not up. even it's not even a motivation thing. It's just I always had that to look forward to and had things between whatever day it was and when you guys showed up to get right. done, right? So like it wasn't like it's not like a motive not motivated. I'm going to keep working around the house, but it's just like I had right. this north star I was pointed at for so long and a list a serious list of stuff I needed to get done just so you guys can stay at my house comfortably, you know? Right. Um, so, I don't know, man. Well, that know. mission was definitely accomplished. I'll tell you that much. I appreciate that, buddy. I had a, I had a really Your good time having people at really the house. really cool, and it's really well done. It's really well set up. It's good. It's, it's good house, and you're doing a good job setting it up. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. The basement. There's one side of the basement that needs some serious work, and it's only because it's it's housing all of my collection in card. Well, not all, most of my collection in cardboard boxes. So, oh, okay. Once I finish my damn shelving project, that'll be the next. The maybe the biggest final hurdle, right, is getting mm -hmm. the all the shelving done and getting those boxes unpacked. Now that's quite a hurdle, um, but you know. I'll, I'll get it done, I guess. Say la vie. The thing I think that's nice now is you can build your list mm -hmm. of things that you want to get accomplished in the house eventually, uh -huh. and then just go at your pace, at your leisure of yeah, you know, knocking those things off the list. Yeah, because you know, house is still set up for guests. It's not like I got to yeah. restart that process or anything. No, you're ready to go. I'm ready to go. You can only from now on. You get to make all the little intricate improvements you want done around the spot um i'll tell you one thing will i'm i'm halfway considering opening a fucking framing business once this is done the amount of shit i've been matting and framing and hanging boy you should people can people will pay you to do it for them i you should just set yourself up a little online shop the the amount of prints and lithographs and whatever posters and all kinds of shit that I've had saved for like, I'm going to hang the, I'm going to frame this and hang it up one day. Um, is a bit ridiculous, but I've also been pretty proud of myself because I've been, you know, taking care of them at a good clip. I constantly mm -hmm. kind of have some framing project on the table, you know, under weights to let it flatten out cause it's been rolled up or whatever. Right. Um, but I'll be glad when I don't have to frame shit anymore, too. So, um, so yeah, you got in Friday afternoon, and we had a little bit of time to hang, but Steve and I had to go to the venue a little early because we were doing the Tool VIP stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to hear about the Tool VIP stuff from me and Steve, you guys should go listen to the, the latest High Potion. 
Um, we go into detail on it there. But where I want to pick up on the story, is, oh, by the way, it was amazing, and I about lost my mind. That's the long and short of it. Mm. Um, where I want to pick up the story is, so Steve and I leave the VIP, and we go outside for a little bit, and maybe have a little gummy, I'll have some gummies, well, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And um, I get a text from you that says that you guys are close to the venue, you and Nick. Now, Mm -hmm. Will, you and Nick, because I was like, you guys don't drive to the venue. Take an Uber and we'll just all drive back in my car because I'm going to have real good parking because we're getting there early and I got them wheelchair powers, right? Right. (laughs) So I get a text from you that says you guys are getting close to the venue. Now, one of my favorite stories of the weekend is you and Nick's Uber driver from the vin- from my house to the venue. What, what happened there, Will? Oh, man. So I got to hang out with Nick after you guys went to the VIP experience, which is always great. You know, but because this was really the first time I got to hang out with him in real life. You know, all my hanging with Nick, you know, had been done online. and uh, But that was quite a bit. That's been years worth of hanging out online with Nick. Um, but hanging out with him was just delightful. And, uh, and he's like, look, do you want to do the Uber? I was like, yeah, I'll do the Uber. I'm familiar. I go through, I sign in, I get all my stuff set up. I assess the ride situation. I'm like, oh, we'll do the comfy one. And it's like 15 minutes out. That's fine. That's good. takes 15 minutes to get to the venue. I was like, that's a 30 minute window. And I should add probably 10, 15 minutes for a cushion, 45 minutes. And said, all right, so we'll, uh, doors open at six. That'll put me 5.15. 5.15, I'm hailing this Uber. Um, so 5.15, hail the Uber. The first ride says, all right, your, your driver's coming. He's 14 minutes away. And then the guy never moves for like five, six, seven minutes. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay, well, maybe this guy's just not coming. I cancel this ride. I hail the next one. Okay, the guy's moving toward me. He's 13 minutes away. I'm like, all right, he's making progress. And all of a sudden he stops. And it's like, all right, your ride started. How are you, you know, hope you're enjoying your ride. We'll get your feedback at the end. I'm like, wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> I'm I'm not in that car. Like, so I cancel that ride. Uh, the driver apparently started the ride without me. I didn't know if he just didn't feel like, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but. Uh, so the third one, and I'm getting stressed at this point. Like I'm like, oh, what's going on, Uber? What the fuck? I'm about to install Lyft. Fuck you, Uber. Like I swear to God, I will do something else, or I'm gonna drive myself. Um, I'm getting heated under the collar. I'm like, Nick, I'm sorry. I got to standing out here out front for nothing. I thought I thought he's, one ride was coming, and Nick's hitting is circuit like boards on his vape. Fat clouds yeah. from the vape. Fat syrupy clouds. Because he doesn't want to take the vape into the venue, because you're not supposed to bring the vape into the venue. Uh, he's afraid security might take it, and uh, uh, that was just hilarious. He's like, "No, man, we're good." Um, and then, y'all. <laughs> and okay, and finally, the third Uber works. I'm like, "Look, Nick, I'm really sorry. This one's actually coming. He's on the way. He gets there." Uh, we get in and this scrawny old white dude, like in like a denim jacket and an Alabama hat and like a bar fly kind of guy. And he's like, uh, well, you know, what are y'all doing? He's like, oh, we're going to see a show. He's like, oh, who are you going to see? And he's like, oh, we're going to see tools there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I heard they were in town. Uh, you know, you know, who was in here not too long ago was, uh, this, this band called Greta Van Fleet, man. They sound just like Led Zeppelin. I'm talking about just like him, boy, you'd look away and you love there. You think that was Led Zeppelin up there, Greta Van Fleet. Here, you should listen to him. Here, I'll play. I'll play some for you. Meanwhile, this dude is not paying attention to the road, oh and like God. we're hanging out at stop signs longer than we need to because like this dude is looking for a Greta Van Fleet song, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, come, oh, it's good, it's good. Like you know, huh. come on. But Nick, super polite, super nice, <laughs> him in conversation Hello, about sir. Greta Van Fleet. Hello, and, sir. Like, I'm staring out the window like, oh, God, dude, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and drive me to this show, please. 
please pay attention to the Rollers go. And he's hunting for the Greta Van Fleet song. He finds it. And he's like, oh, do you know they're twins? You, uh, like, And he started giving me the fucking biography documentary of fucking Greta Van Fleet. And so, oh, this is their you know, four albums. Like, their first three albums, they rock, dude. They sound just like Led Zeppelin. They need to go back to that shit. On this new fourth one, they 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 doing something different. But I, it's not as good, man. That shit's not as good. They need to go back. They sounded like Zeppelin, and that shit rock, man. Well, can I take a moment to say that that interaction is a nightmare scenario for me <laughs> because and and i don't want to it's not like i i want to make sure that uh, i i want to make it very clear that i'm not i so when i get an uber i don't want to talk to the uber driver and it's not because i'm an asshole and it's not because i'm standing around finger popping each other's assholes <laughs> it's not because of that it's just i'm awkward and i don't want to talk to a stranger all right yeah you know yeah um and the last time one of the last times i got an uber the uber driver spent the entire drive home telling me why I fucked up by not ordering an Uber X because I'm in a wheelchair. He was like, you just better be glad that uh, I had the room for your chair or else I would have had to leave you there. Oh, wow. That's and, comforting. And Thank I you. was like, cool. This service rules, sir. <laughs> so, yeah, I that's a nightmare Uber scenario. Like, I, you know, I'll be polite. I'll be like, yeah, hey, hey thanks. Thanks for the ride, yada, yada. But I am not looking to hear about uh, Uber drivers, Greta Van Fleet. And, like, it makes me wonder if I was an Uber driver, would I be like, you guys ever heard about Tool? <laughs> Speaking of which, the Tool show fucking ruled, man. Yeah, it was great. You know what's crazy is 17 years prior, which is crazy to think about, Will and I went to see Tool. So, like, that's how long in between, right? Yeah, that's how long in between it had been. And it was just real good. Just it really real was. good. We had, like, the handicapped seats were good. I got the munchies a little bit. So we had yep. some fucking had some arena snacks. food. Mm -hmm. um, and then, I don't know who, but a buddy of mine was like, hey, I know you told me I didn't need to bring any extra, but I got a whole bunch of, I got a whole bag of gummies. And I said, mm, give them to me. And I got super gummied up. I was, and I had, it was delightful. It was just it a really delightful was. time. I can't, I can't. Such a great show. I got to, I'm trying to think if maybe I should do something a little goofy and try to see them again on this tour. Because when we were in the VIP thing, yeah, you uh, told me this. The lady, there was they had like a lady in their V on their VIP staff that was kind of just there to help us get around, right? And she was real cool. And she was basically telling us, like, yeah, they're probably not they're not gonna be touring for a while after this. Um and I'm hoping that means it's because they're gonna get their asses in the studio and make a new album before fucking nine more years or whatever. I was about to say it's gonna be a decade if that's the case. Oh, it's already been it'll be five years this august already what is time will um I mean, some would say time is not linear and then we came home we played some video games we hung out on the deck um this afternoon i have a funny neighbor update Dwayne, because Dwayne, oh, nice Dwayne didn't like i waved to him a few times and stuff while you guys were over um and this this afternoon i was outside taking luna out on my lunch break and he came over and he was like man i bet she she's missing all your friends and i was like she is which by the way luna and walter specifically sat in the window in my living room for like two days after everybody left be like Aww. oh shit where'd they go um and he was like man it seemed like you guys are having a good time but it wasn't too loud so i appreciate that and i was like okay yeah thanks Dwayne." He was like, yeah, you guys are having a real good time, huh? He was like, yeah, Dwayne, what do you say? Yeah, Dwayne. Well, you had, yeah, we had a good time. I had some buddies over. We're all old. We're not going to get up to too, anything too crazy. It's not like I'm going to start a fire in the house, be fucking burning down the house. Yeah, right. Not me. 
I'm not I'm not putting the heavy metal on the on the you know four foot speakers. Well, that might have happened after you left. <laughs> so I don't I did one night me and Nick and Steve decided to go set up my sound system out on the deck and we all took our shirts off and pretended we were tool. Oh nice. For like three or four hours. So maybe that's what Dwayne was talking about. Maybe. Which member of Tool do you think I was, Will? Uh, were you Maynard? Nope. Nope. Uh, this didn't really happen, so I don't even know why I'm falling, falling into this bit I, so uh, hard. I had a feeling. Yeah. I was just going with it. So speaking of the VIP, I did want to bring up, I don't do this often because it's kind of hard to explain a visual joke on social media, but our buddy Josh Chapman got me with such a fucking funny joke on Twitter related to the VIP thing. So we finally got our picture, our big group picture that we took at VIP, right? Mm-hmm. And you see right here, there's Steve. And then if you look right over here, there's my head poking up over the barricade, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. front row. So I posted that on Twitter, and I even did this, the zoom in where you could see Steve and me. And Josh Chapman replied with a GIF and no caption, and it was fucking incredible. This is what he replied with, Will. Do you know what that is? <laughs> That's Gimli from the scene in the fucking Battle of Helm's Deep when he can't see over the wall and Legolas gives him shit about it and yeah. they start laughing. Legolas like, asks him if he wants to get him a box. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't even need to give context for me to see that and be like, oh, you motherfucker, that's good. So good that's on you, good. Josh Chapman. That's a good re- reply. Mm-hmm. Expertly done. Expertly done. And and it's become strikingly evident how, evident how much Steve looks like the bass player of Tool when they're in the same pictures, you know, separated by like 10 feet or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. This guy, a douche. This guy, I think he might have been a meth head. Douche, and this guy was also a douche. Those were the douches in VIP that Steve and I were roasting all weekend. Um, so, yeah, we got to hang out, and then we went to brunch on Saturday, and then we came back home. Will had to... to um, head back shortly after you headed back on Saturday, Will. Mm-hmm. I was like super tired, probably because I went too hard the night before at the Tool show. Um, so I ended up taking a nap. Um, and then good idea. Yeah, I just took a little, a short little nap ski while Steve and Nick hung out, and then uh, we went and went to Second and Charles and stuff. It was cool. Did uh. Did Nutty and Miss Bone or the Space Barbarian ever come by? No, neither of those those groups ever either ended up being able to make it over. So we were going to go. So Teresa and Ben um, reached out to me and they were like, you know, what? why don't we do brunch on Sunday? And I was like, OK, cool. And so we were going to do that. And then they ended up having to cancel that. So Steve and I just hung around the house on Sunday Mm-hmm. And Jeremy was Jeremy Spokane, um, class today. Um, he ended up not being able to make it over because he was just getting over being kind of sick. So, oh, that sucks. Yeah, man, I was looking forward to seeing all those folks, but I'm sure it'll happen mm-hmm. soon, soon enough. Yeah. Um, Star Wars news. Not shit, bro. Um, There were two little things about Star Wars Outlaws. According to Tom Henderson, and I don't even know who the fuck Tom Henderson is, to be completely honest with you guys. Star Wars Outlaws is targeting a May release date, but it could get delayed. Shut up. (laughs) It is not coming out in May. That's three months away, you guys. Mm. Tom. They they haven't even run any promotional or marketing material We've for it. We've only gotten the reveal trailer, bro. Yeah. There's not even like more footage than that or commercials or yeah, the 
they're not going to market it, that game 90 days out. Come on. I don't even work in that industry, and I know that's fucking goofy. I haven't even had any of those commercials flooded on my YouTube ads yet. He said, yeah, January to do to June, specifically aiming for May, but given the article in Ubisoft's tendencies, I would be at, I wouldn't be at all surprised if there's a delay. Bro, it has it's already happened. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe a delay. There's nothing I would love to be more wrong about, though, you know, is that mm -hmm. this does come out in May. I don't know what that would mean for that game quality wise, but, you know, I don't think we have to worry about it. Um, and then apparently Julian Garaiti, I hope I said that correct, um, an employee with Massive, Massive Entertainment who is working on that game on Outlaws, um, did an interview for Games Radar, and they mentioned that there's only one ending to the game. Um, so there's not like multiple different endings. And why is that you think? Well, I don't know because it's going to be, it's part of star Wars canon and you can't oh. give people multiple endings. Right. Right. Okay. That makes part of, sense. That's kind of like, duh. no, I mean, it makes sense, but I don't, well, I don't know. I can't say until I see the story of the game. Maybe the story of the game is really good. I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool part to start or a piece of new Star Wars canon. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you just say, call it Star Wars Legends Outlaws and give people multiple endings and stuff and it doesn't have to be canon. So, I don't know. What do I know, Will? A lot about Star Wars. A lot about Tool. A lot about comic books and video games. Yeah. Movies. I gotta, I gotta fill my brain with a lot of stuff besides those topics, cause I don't know, man. Maybe I need to introduce something classy into the mix. Like I, I know something, I know about something real classy. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know what it would be. I don't know. Star Wars is pretty classy. Yeah, I think so. Too. Most of the time, I think so. <laughs> you know, sometimes you have fucking dick weenies on youtube that have theories if you know what i mean uh wow. that make it pretty yeah. non-classy dick weenie that dude yeah, is he. a dick weenie you dick weenie you bitch um there's no accounting for taste so every now and then when i'm you know perusing star wars news and stuff i come across stories or or like little blurbs related to something called production weekly and every time i see it i go what the fuck is production weekly and then i read the story and i never listen to it, look into it anymore and you know what's about to happen right now will the same goddamn thing according to production weekly the mandalorian and grogu will start filming on june 17th the ray movie will start filming in may and this is what the blurb from Production Weekly says. Wrapping up this first issue with last but certainly not least is the next adventure in the Star Wars galaxy from di director John Favreau. His next film, The Mandalorian and Grogu, was revealed by Lucasfilm to shoot this year. We now have a start date of June 17th in L.A. This was previously the listed date for Mando Season 4, while Charmaine Obaid Shinoy's Star Wars film is listed for May 2024, previously April 7th in the UK. Steve Knight is still working on the script, so this may not pan out, while the listing noticeably does not include a known writer yet for Favreau's film. Well, that's all for now, folks. I think they announced that it's Favreau and Dave Filoni writing. I, I, I don't... Just because I don't, what do, what do they mean? Who's writing it? I think John Favreau's writing it. Right, that was my understanding. Come on, Production Weekly. This is why I don't look into the who the hell you are, huh? Will from now on. That would be so fucking weird if there's two Star Wars movies filming at the same time. It's not well. It's I'm not, not unheard of. Not gonna happen, but 
We'll see. I have a feeling that The Mandalorian and Grogu will probably start around then. That Ray movie, they might need a little more time in the oven. I don't know. Seems like it's getting close, though. <clears throat> All right, buddy. Um, Let's hear from our friends. How about we do that? Let's do that. Because that's about all that there was for that. Will, I'll pay you $10,000 oh to come for the weekend and just take a year's worth of foot pics. Dude, easy money. That's easy money. I could, I would do that for no money. You <laughs> us, he's royalty. King Tom, the king of all time. You Tom! Help me. Walter, it was Boba. I want you to be different. Don't tattoo your dick. Tattoo your dick. Big old kiss on the turkey neck. <laughs> How's it going, patrons? Listen, you get look at look at what you get, huh? Now that's sick. I'm just gonna put my penis through this hole gonna be wild. Pause says I could be in Star Wars. They could also do a second book of Boba Fett or not take him out of two of his own goddamn episodes. Easy money. Easy money. Easy money. Yeah, he went hard in the tank. And you know what else? We don't build. We don't build. You don't build. You don't build. You don't build. We don't build. You don't build. You don't build. You don't build. That's shit, Ed. For a new boot pooping. Sheesh! Eat the booty like groceries. You know, can well, I know we talked about maybe not telling everybody this yet, but mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I'm feeling squirrely. So part of the reason we didn't get to record while Will was here is because he did, in fact, take a year's worth of feet picks <laughs> to start that career. You know? I can't believe you told them that. Yeah, well, you know, I like to be open. Yeah, I thought you were keeping that one close to the chest. Mm, well, you know. Close to the or foot. Close to the foot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you guys want to send in a voicemail or an email, oh boy, is it easy to do. You just send it to blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. And we're kicking it old school tonight, buddy. We're kicking things off with a king. King Tom? The king of all times? The king of all times, Tom Chansky. Royalty. Hey there, Haas and Will. Hope you two are both doing well. Um, even though we're not getting many details, I'm, I'm excited anytime I see anything about the, you know, the future Daisy Ridley Star Wars movie, and I pro probably read everything I see, even the things that are recaps of things I've already read. Um, but there was something out last week, and I think you guys talked about it. Um, I think you did. Forgive me if I if I have this wrong, because uh, like I said, there's been been a lot of random articles out there about how they're trying to talk to um, Oscar Isaac and John Boyega, um, and maybe bring them back for you know the the, the future Jedi Order or wh whatever we're calling Daisy's movie, and I I don't know how I feel about that because trust me, I want to see them. I want. I want them in their characters. I want them to be happy as their characters. Um, I want to know what happened in their stories. But, and it, it's just this feeling in the back of my head, and I want to see if I'm alone here. You know, do you think if they say, okay, oh, well, we have Ray in it, we can throw in Finn and Poe, and why don't we add C3PO and R2D2 and BB8, and oh, we'll see if Billy D wants to be Lando and bring back gotcha. Chewbacca. At some point, you're going to get all these characters you know, taking up time and then it becomes like thrown out of balance with the new story. And I don't think they had this problem in the prequels, but, or I'm sorry, the sequels. I don't think they had the problem in the sequels, but I feel like anytime they do that, they're in danger of that. And it's not that I don't want the nostalgia because yeah, part of me does love the nostalgia, 
but I feel like the the, the new story, and I, I don't want them to bring back you know John Boyega's Finn and just just for one scene. I want to see him as, as Jedi Finn, um, and I think that would be a great story to tell. But how much of that do you balance with the new characters and and trying to move the story along? Because I think Star Wars has a great legacy and it can tell a ton of legacy stories um, or stories set in other time periods. But at the same time, we have to move on in the future. And at the same time, I do think that Poe and Finn and, and Chewie can be in Star Wars future. It's just a tough balance. And I think overall thinking about this and talking through it with you, I'm just glad I'm not the one doing it. <laughs> Otherwise, we get like a five-hour movie or something. Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, be interested to see what you guys have to hear about, what you guys have to say about this. But thanks for listening. Thanks to the great podcast, and I'll talk to you later. So I'll say this: I feel like King Tom and I actually kind of align on this, where, but in a weird way, because I want to see a lot of Daisy Ridley as Rey in this new movie, and I want her to like. I want it to be very Jedi her you know, you know, carrying on the Jedi order centric. Now I think, you know, based on how they sort of established Finn as being someone who is connected to the force in the last movie, obviously I think he has a role in that story too. Right. So those two, I think you could sort of lock in. But I also, I do want, like, I want to know what, what that Poe be doing, huh? What Poe Dameron be doing? Like, you got to imagine he's a general, if not higher, in whatever the new <coughs> situation is, right? Are they going to call it the New New Republic? It's that New New. Maybe he runs flight school. Maybe he runs Top Gun. Like, uh, you know, Oh, shit! Dude, what if... What if they ever made that damn Rogue Squadron movie and it was set in the same era, but it's Poe running fucking X-Wing Top Gun? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) You kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me right now? You're not. No, I'm serious. Um, I would be way into that. I would be certainly way, way into that. Um, hmm, man, I'm so into that that it kind of just it made me hit a brain fart and forget what I was going to say. That's a good idea, William. <laughs> hey, get at me. Mm-hmm. Get at him. Get, get at, at me, Will. Lucasfilm. Just put me in a like a cameo, Will. I want to be the first. I want to be the descendant of Jack Porkins. I want to be the fat guy that dies first in an X-Wing. Can you make that happen? You want to be from House Porkins? Mm-hmm. House Porkins. House Porkins. That's good. That's the good shit right there, Will. <laughs> um, But yeah, I see, that's the thing. I, I want to see what Poe and Rose and Chewie and BBI... I have a feeling BB-8 is also along for the ride. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it would kind of be weird if he wasn't, given him and Ray's relationship. That's maybe, true. Maybe her and Poe Dameron have this weird, like, divorced parents relationship where she gets BB-8 on the weekends and shit. Like, you get a year and I get a year. Yeah, yeah. Um... Man. What do you think, Will? Like, do you think there is there there is room for I I don't see why not. Why there wouldn't be room f- for them to show up in some capacity, you know? They need to. Okay, in my opinion they need to. You can do a Ray standalone thing and it'll be fine if you be don't awesome. mention them or bring them up or they're on their own shit, you know, you're waiting to make movies with them. For the sake of Star Wars, you don't have to have all of them, but somebody's got to show up. Somebody has to add a patch to the quilt, right? Like, you know, you and what you really need is John Boyega. You need John Boyega's turn at being a Jedi, yeah, because he kind of was robbed of that. 
and especially when it was hinted so heavily in the force awakens and especially the the material you know the advertising material leading up to it yeah i mean and that's why i think like based on where things were left off in the last movie that he i have a hard time on uh, like if it's ray you know furthering the jedi order 15 years later or whatever i have a hard time figuring out how there's a story that doesn't involve finn in that in some way right um and maybe much like her like maybe his path is different maybe he is a jedi scholar you know who also you know fights with the lightsaber like maybe he's something else you know a jedi something jedi doesn't have to be you know, yeah, right. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, is like, I know it's not an incredible amount of time later after Rise of Skywalker, but it is like 15 years later or whatever. And I want, I want I mean, to know what that galaxy doing, you know? That's a whole teenager later. Yeah. What the dog doing? I want to know what's going on. I want to update on the galaxy. What, what what's did they, the, what did they what, do after they beat? the first order because we haven't What's had the current any. form of government yeah because hosnian prime was destroyed what is the seat of power in this new galactic government who are the bad guys gonna be? who are the factions vying for power aka the bad guys and them bad boy you know you gotta have some bad boy then they got them bad boy and i See? wonder if it will be a reskin of the space nazi don't don't do another not yet like we don't need 15 years later another fucking evil empire army with stormtrooper 3.0s and star destroyer 3.0 that's what i was wondering like if you were going to get like a xenophobic because you know they're not any aliens in the empire Uh uh-uh you know um i was wondering is it going to be a reskin you know of a a fascist I mean paramilitary this is the thing like the reason that is such a go-to with Star Wars is because it is fucking cool like it's cool seeing good guys beat up space Nazis but I feel like it 15 years later is too soon like you I know? agree I just Star Wars does it has yet to know what to do with that right like yeah at, in the prequels it was different because, whoa, clones. There's something. There's a mind fuck. Oh, droids. Clones versus droids. There's like, yeah, it's kind of something hard to wrap your brain around. It's not just well. And there's all big bad doo doo daddy Palpatine doing his space Nazi stuff in the background the whole time mm-hmm. in those, right? Right. So, like, I don't think it would necessarily be a bad thing for them to do the Ray movie smaller scale. Now, when I say smaller scale, I mean in the threat, meaning like, I don't know that this needs to be the next time that the fucking galaxy is thrown into peril. Like if, if it's for, if it's heavily force related and Jedi order related, it could be some dark side folks. You know what I mean? There could be some weird, central mystery or MacGuffin, but I don't, I don't, I think it's too soon to bring in the empire 3.0. Now yeah. that being said, it will happen. They, It'll happen we eventually. might be going to, I don't know, concert, a concert in our eighties talking about like, and I'm all like on a iron lung and shit looking real beat up. I'm being very optimistic here. Um, and we're talking about like, man, that new Star Wars movie with the uh, the Third Order or whatever the fuck they're called. It slaps. Look at them new stormtroopers. It will happen. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was gonna say you cannot escape the plastic armored uh, foot soldier, right? Like that that you know the stormtrooper, you know the First Order troopers, like. You can't escape it. They're going to have some sort of plastic monochromatic mm-hmm. battle armor. Um, but it's interesting how one of the, again, one of the most fascinating things about the prequels is that they were the good guys. You know, the clones. For a second. 
were the good guys for quite a bit, honestly. Until and then, the switch of Order sixty six, and then which they had built into them. Remember, but yeah, you know what? I've seen so much Clone Wars and Rebels and shit. I don't fuck you, Cody. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking hate you. I know what you did to Boga. You bitch. He's, he's not gonna let you forget it. I will never. I will never. There's no redemption for Cody in my eyes. Say his name. <laughs> and watch him do something real heroic in uh, Bad Batch Season 3. And I ain't giving him no props. I'm going to say you're still a bitch, Cody. <laughs> I don't know what you did. Cody. Obi-Wan's big lizard. Um, so I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge something real important for our buddy King Tom. Before we move on to the emails, uh, our buddy King Tom had his last chemo treatment this week, buddy. Oh, that's great. Me and King Tom, them chemo boy, you know, don't want to brag, but we're we're in that chemo boy club. I mean, it takes a strong human being to survive regular doses of poison. <laughs> Not that strong, Will. So, because so far, so good. Um, all right, we have a voice or an email from my mom, and uh, I can only imagine what this is going to be about. So let's check this out. Um, my mom said, hi, Halls and Will. Hope y'all had a great weekend. One question. Did y'all see any good-looking good looking women? Will, I'm glad you have Halls' back. Couldn't ask for a better wingman. All a mom ever wants is for her children to be happy love mama b well good luck with that one mom she said hey it's me again there's something i forgot to say in the previous email i totally agree will with you doing one cooking podcast just for me it needs to be something that blows richard's mind when he tastes it oh halls don't the you know said hi halls don't you know that it's not nice to ignore your mom's text what the fuck mom Ooh. mom love y'all mama b so listen Beep. to this. Listen to that. Oh my God. I got thrown under bus the bus. So the text that I ignored was a text asking me if there were any good looking women at the tool show. Mom, I'm not I'm not gonna text with you about that. I love you. You're a wonderful mother, but that I ain't going to be like, oh, yeah, mom. There were some hot ladies in the building. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Look at all the pretty ladies. <laughs> I will say, do you remember that scene from Chasing Amy, Will, when Jason Lee is looking around the bar and slowly realizes what's going on and he gets the big smile on his face and starts clapping. You know what I'm mm -hmm. talking about? Yeah. I had that moment at the Tool show. And I don't know if it's just because I've never, you know, there was a while there where I wasn't necessarily checking those sort of things out at a Tool show. You know what I right. mean? Right, well, you're just not assessing those situations. And maybe I did this time and I was like, oh, right, Tool, good for you guys. Good for you guys. Wasn't expecting this. Um, all right. So the hunting ground was pleasing. Well, I still don't like that. <laughs> I still just I that. And you know me, man. I love you, bro. But I don't, some about that I just don't like. It makes me sound like a real fucking renegade right like the kind of guy who would like fucking a, like a lorenzo lamas renegade no 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 Saving people every week no no the kind of Hero renegade of you don't want to be the kind of renegade that refers to themselves as being rock and roll right the kind of guy <laughs> that fucking you i'm know, real rock and roll oh i'm real oh. rock and roll. oh really really oh. you bitch um yeah. Sorry, I was just imagining. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. So that's what it makes me feel like. Not Lorenzo Lamas renegade, the bad kind of renegade, the kind of renegade that runs a, a wrestling uh, company and dookies on people's heads. <laughs> oh my goodness! 
chocolate rain. <laughs> chocolate rain. Um, oh. We got another email, last email of the night, and this is from Adam Brown. He says, hey guys, hope you had fun at the Tool concert last week. We did. I'm currently listening to last week's episode while cleaning out my Lego collection as my room is going to be painted in the next few days. Thanks for keeping me motivated whilst doing the clear out as it's very stressful. All the best, Adam. May the force be with you. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Good luck with your project. Can I? Podcasts do help with like taking the edge oh, off of a daunting task. Dude, do you know the amount of music and podcasts I finally got to crush getting this house together? Because I oh, was I way behind on podcasts. I got so caught up on podcasts that I was like, well, shit, maybe I should listen to an audio book. Oh, my goodness. I didn't do it, but I thought about it. Um, <laughs> there's time. There is time. I'm, I mean, listen, there's time, right? I've got all the time in the world. <laughs> um, it's not a bad thing. So, Adam, speaking of clearing out your Lego collection, I don't have a large Lego collection. In fact, I only have one assembled Lego set, and that's the Ultimate Collector Series Boba Fett's Slave One ship. Um, and we built the Republic Cruiser at one point. It was huge. I have the Republic Cruiser in a box. It needs to be put back together, but I mm -hmm. have that one still. Um, that Slave One though took mm, eight hours to put together, or some some stupid goodness. Um, and. It's in a box in my basement, and I know the box it's in, and I have been terrified to open that box and see if it's still together from when it got oh, moved. No. I don't know, man. I, I bet hope. it'll take a little bit of work, but you know what? Those instructions come up on the internet, don't they? Yeah. I'll just invite it, it Jeff over. He'll put it all back together. Yeah, it'd take a few minutes in that instructions. Jeff is... He's such a savant at so many things. He's like an engineer. He's got the mm -hmm. mind of an engineer, that boy. He really does. I got the mind of an eng, not even engineer, just part of engineer. <laughs> eng. I got the mind of a eh. Eh. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I think that's it, buddy. I think that's it for this evening. Thanks for recording Sounds with me. Sounds good. Thanks for recording with me. Hey, man. You know what you guys should do? You should go to Spotify, iTunes, or stonecobra.bandcamp.com and listen to High and Mighty, which is finally available to listen to. When you say, why? But why would I do that? And I said, well, huh? Huh? Did you Did you hear the theme song? Did you like it? Well, guess what? That's Stone Cobra, and they provided the music. And you can hear the original song on all those places, Spotify. Remember, we're trying to get Stone Cobra on our Spotify rap list at the end of the years, everybody, okay? That's, that's the goal for 2024, okay? So when you go hit your honk shoe, honk shoe at night, right? The me, 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 sleep. What you do is you put Stone Cobra on, you put it like four or five times in a playlist, and you turn the volume down on your phone and you leave it streaming while you sleep, get your honk shoe. And then guess what? Then guess what? Guess who's showing up on your rap and you just respected the bit. That's what you do. Also listen to me and Steve on High Potion talking about <laughs> video games. We have a two-part series talking about our weekend. The first part's up now. The next one will be out Monday, February 5th. And that's a good time. And, um... We'll see you guys next week. Till then, this has been Blue Harvest. I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>